welcome to the Rogue Agronomist Podcast with Kyle from Stall Agronomy. You never know what I may say or who will be on, but you know it'll be real because that's me. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. I'm really close to the microphone today, but it's Kyle from Stall Agronomy. So... I posed a, uh, a Twitter question the other day, and one of the Twitter questions I posed was kind of talking about what's going on in the news, essentially. Let's call it the agronomy news. And one of the agronomy things that's going on right now, or at least what we're hearing or seeing, is the talk about fertilizer and input pricing. So what I mean by that is the fact that fertilizer prices have kind of gone crazy lately. Uh, fuel prices also going crazy. Everybody knows about that. But all the stories I've read, or at least all the stories I've been reading and seeing lately, have been talking about how farm profits are essentially wiped out by fertilizer and fuel prices. Um, yeah, yes and no. Uh, you know, the the funny thing was I saw a TikTok video the other day, and they were talking about fuel prices versus twenty twenty. Which, all right, April 2020, I paid 89 cents a gallon for gas. And right now it's four bucks. So it, not the greatest comparison. Maybe we, we should talk about January 2021 versus now. But whatever it is, it is. But the, the, the scary thing for me is we, we start talking about this stuff and making these weird comparisons and not relating that to our output or gross profit or gross potential. So what I mean by that also is when I saw that video, so she talked about September 2021, they bought a transport load of fuel for like $10,000, and then now it's 30000 bucks. Whatever it is, yeah, okay, I get that. Uh, when you look at the corn price from September 2021, it was something like, I think it was 360 something and now it's 760 something So when you look at these prices or, or the differences, it's uh, we kind of want to forget about the fact that corn is almost double what it was at that point, and it, yeah, we can make all these wild claims and and scary things and make people feel bad, or we could talk about the fact that our profit potential is pretty decent. And and one of the comments on that was, well, we had a drought in Colorado three years ago or two years running, and who's to say it hasn't changed this year? Yeah, okay. But on the average, on an average year, we're looking pretty good. So let's talk about, not necessarily that, but let's talk about the mental health side of this stuff. So agriculture, we always seem to talk about it as a mental health, quote unquote, problem. And that, that's kind of true. And I, I'm sure I've talked about this before. Uh, you know, I suffer from anxiety. I'm on Zoloft, essentially. So where where does this like mental health thing happen in agriculture well to me the mental health thing kind of starts with the nature of our business so somebody popularized a tweet uh, a couple of years ago and they basically talked about what farmers do and and even ag agronomists do the same thing and basically they were at a party and say you know let's talk about farming until we can go farming again you know and that's kind of what we do. You know, I, I'm playing farming simulator sometimes lately. Uh, my wife's like, I can't believe you're playing a video game for something you actually do. And I said, well, that's not my fault that they don't make 
video games for accounting. She goes, well, it's called Excel. Funny thing later, but we, uh, you know, it, it's just weird how we, we continually talk about work. And it's the thing we always want to talk about, right? It, and it's the thing, you know, you, you run into another farmer in the store. And the funny thing is, so I have greyhounds. And we have two of them. If you ever know kind of what it's like to have a greyhound, if, if a greyhound sees another dog, they get excited. With the greyhound sees another greyhound, they get really excited. And I think the same thing happens in agriculture where, you know, a farmer walks into a store, walks into a restaurant, whatever. They see one of their neighbors or a farmer they know, somebody that knows agriculture or what they're doing. They want to just go talk to them. It's just like, it's super excited. And what do we talk about? Work. And what do we talk about until we can work again? More work. And that's kind of part of the problem. The other part of the problem is, so let's say you're upset or working you know, fertilizer prices are crazy. Fuel prices are crazy. And what do we do when we get stressed out in agriculture? And for us, for the most part, at least for me and pretty much everybody I know, we work harder at the stuff that's causing us stress, right? So let's say I'm stressed out about weeds and corn. So what do I go do? I go scout more fields because I work harder to get my mind off of the stuff that's bothering me that I'm doing right now. But that's what we do. We work harder and we, we pour ourselves into our work to get our mind off of stress. So we basically work harder on the thing that causes us stress, which causes us more stress, right? So part of the problem, another part of the problem is some of these self-imposed deadlines we make for ourselves. I want to have this field planted by May 15th. Or I want to have this tractor ready to go by Friday. I got to have this part by Monday. I got to have all this stuff. We make these deadlines that mean absolutely nothing to our bottom line, right? We we need to be done, you know, this is a Wisconsin thing. We need to be done rock picking this field by Monday. And anything that comes in our way between now and then takes us away from our goal. And even though it's a self-imposed goal that doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things, you know, if it's done picked by Friday or if we spray this field by Tuesday, whatever it is, it, it doesn't matter if it's a day later sometimes. You know, yeah, there's rain in the forecast, so we have those deadlines that kind of come up. But we have these weird deadlines we create for ourselves, and, you know, when we get behind them, it, it causes us stress. I do the same thing. You know, I want to have this crop plan for this guy done by Friday. Does it need to be done by Friday? No. Does he need it by spring? Yes. So he needs it pretty much by April 1st. Today is March 14th. I've been working on this for a week and a half. Does it have to be done today? I'd like it to be done today. It would really be nice to get this off my plate. But does it need to be done by today? No. Does it need to be done by Friday? No. I'll put it on my sheet. I do want to have it done by Friday. But if I don't get it done by Friday, is the guy going to care? No. Am I going to care? Yes, because I'm going to think about it all weekend. Why didn't I work on this enough? But that's the thing. We, we have all these little stressors that we introduce into our environment. And the, the stupid thing is it gets reinforced. And the thing that's scary for me is when we have news sources telling us, you know, all these bad things. So there was a thing by the Wheat Growers Association that said, you know, basically what I said before, where they said that all the profits have been soaked up by this uh, fertilizer increase. Um, there's another one out of Iowa. The attorney general in Iowa was going to look into this, and it's the same deal. You know, we were seeing fertilizer increases. Oh my gosh, it's soaking up all the profits. 
when we continually hear that from our neighbors and then we hear it from higher up sources or, or people that we're a part of, groups we're a part of, it doesn't really help farmers. You know, it doesn't help any mental health issues we have. It's basically making it worse. So that's the thing that really kind of sucks is it just keeps kind of building and building and building and building. And we get reinforcement all the time. And then when we get worked up about something, what do we do? We go back in the shop and we start working on stuff. And then we see the planner and we, we think about the fertilizer I got to put in, how much that's going to cost. And then we think about why hasn't the seed gone up this year? Well, it's probably going to go up next year. So now next year is going to really suck. And we, we just constantly worry about the future stressors we're going to have on top of the current stressors we have. And that's where we got to get refocused. And that's what I always talk to guys about. There's a lot of the times where I'm talking to farms and, and clients we have where we'll, we'll be talking about high fertilizer prices. Well, it could be higher. And we talk about, you know, current quotes versus what they bought it for. We talk about their profit. We talk about all these different things. And there's sometimes where I'll be talking to somebody and I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, how's the wife? How's this doing? Um, you know, let's talk about something else for a while. And that's the thing I think that a lot of farmers really need. And I always tell people that for me, when I was in having anxiety issues, I, I didn't want to talk about the things that weren't stressing me. So, you know, what am I doing this weekend? What am I going to buy at the grocery store? Whatever it is, I didn't want to talk about this stuff. All I want to talk about is the things that stress me out. And, and I, I just need confirmation from somebody else that they're dealing with the same thing I'm dealing with. And these are the little questions I always tell people to kind of ask their neighbors. Um, how's your wife doing? Try to get their mind off of the topic. And I always tell people that anxiety... The easiest way to explain how anxiety works when you're suffering from a problem where you actually need some help outside of, you know, what we normally can handle is when anxiety kind of consumes you, the, the easiest way to think of it is when I go to the grocery store and I have to go with my wife, if I can't turn that off, right, if I can't turn work off, um, stress to me is something that when I come home from work, I can turn it off. Anxiety to me is I just cannot turn it off. Stress doesn't, stress doesn't prevent me from doing my job. Anxiety prevents me from doing my job. Anxiety makes me not want to continue to do my job. So that's, that's the thing. So be kind of mindful how this works. Be mindful of other people that you work with or you know, your neighbors, whoever. Ask them some of those reinforcing questions. Um, to me, that was the easiest way to tell, and it's still to me now that I know what, what this is like. The easiest way for me to tell if there's somebody needs help or is having a problem is, is ask some of those questions that are like, how's everything else going? You know, I had one guy where I asked him, when's the last time you slept? When's the last time you took a shower? And he's like, I didn't sleep last night. How do you know I didn't take a shower? Um, yes. I can tell because you stink, number one, but number two, hey, man, you, you just look like crap. You, you, I know you didn't sleep. I know you've been having issues. You know, just kind of bring that to light. And not necessarily because, hey, dude, you stink, but because, hey, dude, I've been through it before. I know what you're going through. You need to talk to somebody, and there's potentially you could be on medication. And it, it's nothing. It's like it's something that your body is missing. You know, you're, there's not a... We don't have, like for me at least, I don't have that chemical that makes 
stress kind of go away. I can't churn it off. I take a pill, I can churn it off. It's it's like awesome. It's somebody gave me a light switch. Eventually, or essentially, I'm getting electrocuted and somebody gave me a way to turn off the electricity so that I'm not getting electrocuted all the time. But these are the things that some people just, it's, it's really hard. You know, I've asked for help at one point and somebody asked me why. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this right now. And that was the problem. If I would have actually sought help at that time, I think I would have been a lot better off. And then I let it build up and it got even worse. So keep this in mind as you're writing stories, as you're talking to neighbors, whatever it is, keep it in mind that, you know, these little reinforcing things that people get that everything's terrible aren't good. And then you're going to add to stressors. And then six months from now, we're going to talk about farm suicides are up or, or there's a mental health crisis again in agriculture. And then we're going to wonder why it happened or where it came from. And then you're going to be like, oh crap, maybe it was that story I wrote six months ago where I said all the farmers aren't going to make any money. And then after harvest, when they're all like, man, I got to go buy a tractor because taxes are crazy. Yeah. So we're just getting to the end of this episode. I'm going to end it here, but Keep that in mind. Ask those reinforcing questions to neighbors. Don't be afraid to talk to them about it. I mean, honestly, if you're uncomfortable, you know, talk to their wife, talk to whoever, get somebody some help. Don't let them, you know, we have this thing where we just kind of say, that guy's just stressed out. And don't let it end that way. You know, if you know something could be wrong, don't be that neighbor that's like telling all the other neighbors about how stressed out your neighbor is. Go and talk to them about it. And, and don't spread the rumors and, and help them through it. So anyway, that's me. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Rogue Agronomist podcast. Be sure to check out our website, stallagronomy.com and our other social media for more information and other episodes. Thank you.